Welcome to Keeping It Real, where we talk business, money, and mindset. Welcome everybody back to the Keeping It Real podcast. And today, as usual, I got a very special guest. Someone who keeps it very real. Very, very real. And the best part is that this is actually in person. He's sitting right beside me. You know, we're recording this in my crib. Uh, Junior, What's I got good? my boy right here. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself, bro? That's good. While I turn off the fan in my room because we're recording this in my room. Yeah, this is crazy. This is crazy. So pretty much I was a big believer in coronavirus, but I'm not. So that's one nice fact about me. My name is Junior. I'm in the industry. Um, when I say the industry, the music industry, entertainment industry, uh, e-com industry, I'm in, I'm in all of them. Right. Um, I'm more of like an entrepreneur, freelancer that made it, um, you know, through building out ventures. I not I'm not in school right now, but you know, I kind of had my run with it. It wasn't as successful as I thought. Thought so. We're here now, you know, pretty much doing the same thing. Right, marketing, right. Marketing <laughs> the new wave. So right. Let's talk marketing. Let's talk music. I want to talk music because I know. Would you say that's your main thing? You know, out of all the things you do, is, is that a passion of project? Is that your main business? Or because I know you're so involved in so many different things and you have so many different sources of income. If you were to say what's your main thing or what's the one that you would just work on no matter what, would it be the music industry one? So definitely, definitely music. Because like for me, I started out as an artist, right? right. Like the the whole business model of my company, like one of my biggest companies, which is Playlist, is helping other artists and finding them the kind of marketing solutions that they need, right? Obviously, in the music industry, there's a lot of things that you can do. Like you meet people and they'll say they're in the industry and you won't even find out like what they do. And it's like, oh, you're an A&R, you just help create a connection. Oh, you uh, compose the record or compose an instrument on the record. You, um, you know, you're the one who books the studios for an artist. You're the one who manages the tour. So there's a lot of different things that you can do within the industry. But right. for me, as an artist, when I saw marketing, there was so many things that was lacking. So many things. Like the industry was lacking in terms of the majority of the service that was available were scams, bro. Right. Like 90% of the marketing services that were available to artists were scams. And that that's what blew my mind. That's what made me transition from, you know, being an artist solely focused on, yo, I got to create art for the people to I got to save the artists from falling into traps mm -hmm. just like I did, you know, had my music deleted because somebody got fake streams to my record or somebody who claimed that they could bring me playlists or, you know, mm -hmm. traction to my profile just ended up getting me fake traction. So that's kind of where I stemmed, you know, my, from growing into right a marketer, from an artist, from a student. You know, I, I started out as a regular air boy, you know. Mm -hmm. 17 years old in uni like just as majority of kids nowadays bro right. they go to uni they don't know what that like I don't know if we're allowed to swear but nah man keeping it real they, they don't know what the fuck they're doing you know so that's kind of where I was for 17 until 19 and then when I decided to really boss the fuck up and kind of you know take things into my own hand build my own systems learn how to navigate the internet build a website how to use photoshop how to edit videos how to create things that are you know aesthetically pleasing to people that that is a skill bro and that's what I worked on from 17 to 19 and then after 19 bro everything was 
was on from there, you know? Right. So, yeah, pretty much my involvement with the music industry is, like, it's not too serious right now. I've right. pretty much worked with every label in the industry. I've worked with a lot of fucking artists that you probably listen to on the radio. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like I've even reached 10% of what my potential is. Right. And it, and that's just, it, it'll come with time, you know? It'll right. come with time. The, the better, because obviously our systems are there, but we improve them every single day. We're like, you know, improving certain aspects of how we're br- like bringing artists up like I'm building a collective now I'm building a label instead of just having a company so just for me like my personal goals they're being built out over time you know everything right. nothing's gonna happen overnight especially with this corona bullshit like a lot of stuff has been delayed so we're very far from where we want to be but, right you know we're on the right path I'm yeah sure. I, I want to touch on a quick couple of things you talked about there one was you know I think you seeing first understanding when you were in the music business identifying a big problem and kind of starting a business to fulfill that problem right that's like what a business is at the end of the day something that solves a problem so you know what a legit business yeah what a legit so that's what I wanted to let people know is like whenever you're thinking about businesses man at the end of the day you gotta you gotta look back at you know what problems are you solving Right. And once you start thinking, I feel like once you start thinking in that way, then then it's like less Then though. I, I honestly tell people, man, focus on your business, focus on what you do good. Like you got you guys have an amazing service. Right. That's why the money comes. The money comes because, bro, you were focused That's on facts, creating the best service. That's why the money came, not because you focused on the money. Right, that's oh, why I money, can't. The money just grew, bro. When we first started, our monthly sales was like, I don't, I don't even consider it monthly sales. It's like artists giving us their budgets, and like for the first month, like collectively, all the budgets that we got was like a thousand dollars, and then the next month was two thousand, and then the next month was four thousand. Why? Why were we growing? Right. A lot of people will complain and say, "Yo, maybe this isn't the best thing for me," but the majority of the people that we've worked with we were able to deliver results because it was never about the money. I would use 100% of that money that they gave me to generate revenue for them. And the way I made profit is through doing it for a lot of people. Right. You know, I get over 150 artists a day now, a Mm -hmm. day, bro, a day, wanting to promote their music, whether it's on Sunday, one of the lowest days of music being released, whether it's Friday, the most popular day to release music, people are buying promotion every single day. They need... to keep growing their numbers, bro. That's what labels need, right? Once you get to a certain point, you need to keep pushing even harder. But with bad promotion, with promotion that doesn't allow you to grow, with promotion that doesn't fit your music, it gets hard to do that consistently. Right. Our service offers that, bro, because your returns, your 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 song gets placed into areas that it belongs to mm-hmm. and you're actually making money back from that. It's not an econ product. It's not something that, you know, a lot of people can easily replicate. Obviously, there's services out there that can sell you streams, that can sell you followers, that can sell mm-hmm. you any of that. That exists. It exists. And a lot of artists know about it. A lot of artists are scared to even touch it because they know it will ruin their, their reputation with the label, right? They'll, right? they'll ruin their reputation in the game, in the streets, bro. You can't do that. Right. right. Unless you're like, you don't know anybody and that's your only way of kind of coming up, then you sort of have an excuse, but there's really no excuse to be doing that. I really don't think there's like, 
I mean, at the end of the day, even if you are just starting out, like, you know, when you're seeing numbers, you know, you didn't earn it. You know what I mean? Like, even when I started YouTube, bro, when I got my first hundred views, I'm like, yo, you know what? That this is something. Means more. Exactly. It means more because it's, it's real versus, let's say I bought like 3,000 exactly. fake YouTube views, right? Huge yeah. difference. And when you keep it real, like, the reason I was very successful is because I was able to keep it consistent. Like, right. people, a lot of people depended on the communication. Right, the communication of your business is what really brings that prestige and that that increases the lifetime value of your customer. You know, the, the mm. communication. How do you communicate? Do you fucking complain when people give you money or do you show them that you appreciate right. their time and business? Especially because you're su at such an early point in your business that when you're not doing it for profit, even if you're generating seven Man, figures. Man, the sad part is a lot of people don't think like that because I feel like since we're all like, you know, especially young entrepreneurs, what I've noticed is you said early on you were willing to sacrifice profits because you saw the longer transition. Bro, it's great and I keep applying that no matter how big right. I get I'm like you know what I'll give shit for free I, I'm doing 100k in profits I'll give 20k away of my I'll increase my cost by 20k to bring back all of the people that paid me this month you right. know what I mean that's kind of the the vision because at the end of the day there is so much more we can't get caught up in what's going on right now what we have right, right. now some people will see an amount a bag come in and they're like I gotta take this and run. I gotta, I gotta get out. They get scared, and that's like fight or flight shit, right? You either stay there and you're like, you know what, this is a very crazy situation, but I'm gonna fight it. I'm gonna fight my urges to kind of want to take out my profits, go and spend it. I could buy a McLaren right now, but I'm not going and doing that. Why? Because I know that that's not my focus right now. Right. My focus is to build a nine-figure, ten-figure company. My goal is to have that kind of stuff resonate with artists. So. The impact is more of like on the music industry, you know, wanting to help people. Right. But again, like you said, not a lot of people think like that. And it's also because some people don't really feel connected to the business. A lot of the times people just do businesses because it's a winning idea. It's a winning product. Right. It's, it's an easy money kind of fix. And I, I think, you know, that's. It's the exact same mentality as like gambling or, or doing agree, drugs. Man. Exact same thing. I completely agree with you, bro. I think, um, and I think that's how a lot of people are operating in business right now, or how a lot of people think that they're actually entrepreneurs or businessmen. But in reality, they're just, like you said, just they just have a side hustle that won't exist in two to three months and won't make them any money. And I think, you know, the point that you keep on touching on, which is so, so important, I really want everybody listening to really, you know, realize this is focus on the long term, you know? Like you, like like you just said it's not about the numbers it's about the bigger vision you like have. really try to make everything that you work on help you in the future like, right i don't care if it's your fucking high school notes i i keep my high school notes like i still have shit from school that i could have burned i could have threw out obviously i've had my times of recklessness but when you're really looking at a complete scope of life you have to be you know, looking at it as levels, you're you're upgrading yourself from level to level. You're not gonna go a hundred and then you're just gonna drop to zero again and then go to hundred. That's what gambling is. That's what you know. Those addictive mentalities. It's what gets you from zero. Like you're sober and you get hot. You go to hundred and then you're you're sober again. So you feel like. Why am I sober? I don't want to be sober. I'm at 100 again. And then you drop back down to zero because it's always temporary, right? Right. People 
need to understand that life isn't about jumping from zero to 100 and then going back to zero and then trying to get back to 100 again. It's about going from zero to 100 over the span of your life. Right. right? Some people make it to 30% and they pass away. That's unfortunate, but there's a there's another complete different reason like you're hustling you're not worried about i'm gonna die tomorrow i'm gonna yo i need to i need to make the biggest bag today because i don't know if i'm gonna live long enough that's that's not the mentality of a successful businessman the successful businessman says i have a plan for the next 30 years to make as big as impact as possible in whatever you want to do whether it's building the sickest garden out there in the world and like having you know providing food to to people it doesn't matter there has has to be a long-term plan there has to be every day there has to be repetition you know like same thing that's how you grow a lot of people think oh i'm just gonna do it for one week and then my life is gonna change and then maybe two years from now i gotta work for another week and then i'll, I'll generate another bag and then like i'll work for another two weeks you know three years after that it's not life doesn't work like that a lot right. of the young people that I, that come up and they make this fast money right a lot of my friends too i've had this conversation and the reason i'm able to give this advice is because I was able to get it from other people for myself so mm-hmm. this isn't like me being mad at people for thinking some kind of way it's right. really enlightening you know being yo I saw the other side this is what needs to be done you guys need to think long term if you have right. a company right now don't think yo I'm just gonna throw this company away after one year I'm just gonna try and generate no. try to keep that within your portfolio you never know you could have your own holdings company with 20 different econ brands who knows you know what I mean that's you have to keep everything that you build that's how you maximize your time in this world you can't be wasting if you're doing shit that you can't save then you're doing the wrong thing if you're doing shit that you can't keep and showcase later on or or hold valuable to yourself especially in terms of putting in work like when you're working if your work can't be just transferred over you know a year later and you can look through it and then you're doing something wrong you really have to evaluate yourself see what your business structure is whether it's your skill that you whether it's your art even if you're making art you have to organize it in a way that you have to you can go back four years before I go and be like you know what I rate this art because I actually put in time and effort and this is something that I knew it made sense at the time mm-hmm. obviously things are going to improve things are going to change that doesn't make what you did before worthless because someone else could look at that and be like yo I could never recreate that right even though it's something that you did four years ago same thing with business with any venture that you create with any product that you bring out you have to be focusing on things that will last that's how you build wealth that's that's how you become wealthy at the end of the day and that's kind of what me transitioning from just making art for free Mm -hmm. to I need to help as many people as possible and when you start helping people, when you start giving back, when you start realizing that you need to manage your money really, really fucking well to be able to pay on behalf of other people, pay their expenses, pay their bills. You have to be managing your money so well that even managing your money is making you money. Right. You know what I mean? Like using your points right, using the right credit cards to pay for the right, that shit pays out in the long term, right? It's the same mentality that applies to everything, bro. If you take this and you apply 
apply it to your just general life. You know, how you look at business, how you look at, mm. I'm building these different things that are going to last. If you apply that mentality to everything in life, eating, working out, oh, you'll, you'll be acing everything that just requires a routine easily without even thinking about a routine. All you're doing is just repetition and getting better every single day. Right. So that's that's kind of the whole purpose of, you know, what I preach no. when I when I work with people and when I when I when people ask me like yo are you in an econ bro like are you this is my answer you know don't ask me like yo this is do you do this do you do that like what I'm doing is focusing on building my own portfolio my own empire I have a company I have a label I have a collective I have music out I have you know a sick high school you know career I have a university career that I ended in the way that I wanted to end I didn't just drop out I didn't just leave my classes fail my class I didn't do that I I took the real decision I I lived up in the moment I was like what the fuck do I need to do right now Mm -hmm. to become a better person I realized okay take a leave of absence Mm -hmm. right leave and stick to your words stick to what you've been preaching for the last two years and actually get it and I did right you know what I mean like that's when you actually man up to what you want to do and you just do it and you really understand and you grasp like, yo, I'm holding this right now. I'm, I'm, I'm writing this essay right now. I'm doing this. I'm creating this product. I'm launching this ad. Like be aware in the moment. Like don't just do shit mindlessly for money. Right. You know what I mean? That, that's a, I think that's a huge part, man. I know you went on a big grant, which I thought was awesome, man. I'm definitely gonna clip that and save that. You know what I mean? That was that was a that was a real that was a real. Uh, I'm gonna say like for someone your age to have that kind of thinking is. I'm only your, 21, bro. Yeah, like, that's take what I'm it, saying. Take it from me. I'm only 21. I've generated over seven figures in my lifetime, like more than anybody in my family has at this age. Right. right? Like I'm not here to brag about it. I'm just telling you. I didn't do it chasing money. Right. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people are like, no, I tell people that, man. People, and people think that I'm joking because I, like, you know, like all the art I bought yesterday was all money related. But I'm like, I'm gonna be honest, like, not really money motivated, man. Like, I think, like, it's a personal thing. Like, when you look at yourself, oh, you got money, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got money, huh? Like, and and that's the reality of life, bro. Like, you need money for everything you do, you know what I mean? This this mic we were recording this on costs money. This laptop costs money. Everything, yo, costs money. So you can't be, you can't be delusional enough to not realize the importance shock to a lot of yeah. teenagers that come into the adult world it's yeah, like man. I gotta pay for everything it's like literally the breath you take you gotta pay for it so like, yeah we're not saying don't put importance on money we're saying listen understand the importance of money but detach yourself from money when it comes to pursuing something because I've been there when I was chasing money I'm, I'm not sure but you've probably been there when you're chasing money that's when money's just running farther away from you man I feel like, I feel like and that's also like you said it yep. goes against what you said it's a very short term zero sum game where if the money does come fast it will go out just as fast just as fast it'll go out just as fast and i think that's why i like that you talked about you know and and kind of touching into you know what you do and this next question that i'm curious about i know a lot of people are as well is your transition from business to business you know how do you decide okay when i'm gonna focus my energy from this to that i love that question because it's so simple to answer when your first business is automated move on to the next one right it's very simple don't waste your time trying to find new ideas i get it sometimes you know Mm -hmm. it's like the new ideas coming okay automate your business faster if you can't automate certain things with your business eliminate it 
right. reduce the revenue in your first business, fully automate that one and hop on to the next one. You know, like you have to always think of it as like opportunity cost of it, bro. Yin and yang, exactly. Up. Opportunity cost. Like you have to give some things to, to be able to move on to next. So if you're thinking of transitioning, hey, I do this and I want to transition into something else. It's like, okay, how good is the first thing doing for you? Is it paying your bills? If, the, if yes is the answer to question, like to that question, move on to the next business, right? If it pays your bills, if it's doing well and you can fully automate it, move on to the next one. If it doesn't pay your bills, there is no reason for you to move on to something else. Right. If you've been dedicating time to something that has been growing, right, has been working. Obviously, I'm talking from a successful standpoint. Yeah, I don't want to give people the excuse for that to be like, oh, you know, because you know the people that- There's a lot of times where your first business is going to shit. Then, yes, you can transition to the next business. But I'm talking about if, if you have a business right now, say, Splash, you have a marketing business, right, right that generates over- six figures a month why would you go and transition into something else if this if this is your full-time job why would you compromise this if it's not fully automated if you right, can't sleep for one week straight and wake up and you still have money no refunds nobody's complaining your company is increasing in growth that's what it means when it's automated a lot of people think that oh somebody's just doing a job for me they could no. be doing it like shit they could be you know Automation is not... And we've learned that the hard way about, you know, just like the difference between automation or having someone else do it. Because I think, and I think people don't understand oh, the not, power of... it's not of, synonymous at all. Oh, yeah. I, I, and people got to understand, it's like, hey, don't just automate it. This is a whole ass process that takes a while, right? And that is why, like, you know, you, you got to really be careful when you when you do automate your business. But not only that, like, when you do want to transition it's as well. Business, it's, it's business, bro. It's not... This isn't something that you're going to get taught in school. Obviously, there is business management, but they don't really teach you how, like... Like, I wish there was more online business courses because mm. online there is the payment processing side of it that's completely fucked up bro people could study it for four years and still not get it <laughs> how to make sure that you're earning money online and, and that's coming in you're re reducing that's the conversion rates part, you're man. reducing losses it's a fucking middleman that's fucking everything up <laughs> it's a bunch of middlemen it's, it's a bunch it's of middlemen like there's probably six middlemen between you getting your payment from Stripe to your bank account oh, and you don't even know it and that's why the fees are so high. It's like, how come they're taking 3% of my payment? Man, like, and at large sense. amounts, like, man. It, it, it's a That's dead. more than taxes in some countries, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it just doesn't make sense at some points when you look at it from an outsider perspective. But when you completely understand how to maximize different things, you really can't complain and say, I'm a victim. Because being in a society like this where you're allowed to open up a business, when you're allowed to go and incorporate for literally less than $500, literally you're allowed, so literally less than $200 incorporate. Yeah, it didn't even cost me that much to incorporate. Like, it, it was like something that was super easy for me to grasp. And once I started learning it, it just, it got so much more bigger. Like, it was so hard for me to even learn how to incorporate a company. But once I learned how to do that, I figured out how to open a business back here. I figured out how to open a lot of different things that involved with business, but I didn't even know they existed. I didn't even know I could even do that. Oh, a bank account for a business? Is that even a thing? I thought bank accounts was only for people. You know what I mean? So right. there's different things that you got to take that first step to 
to find out, oh, there's more questions I got to ask. But the answers to these questions are easier than the one I really had to figure out, right? Which is how do I incorporate? How do, what, what, what is it like being, being a business owner? You know what I mean? What am I mm. going to sell? That kind of stuff, like once you figure it out and you get more things, it's like a tree. I love to compare everything in life to a tree because it mm. really starts from one thing, the stems. I'm not going to count the roots. I'm just calling it the stem. And then it branches out, becomes branches. It or you can even go out. down, bro, the trunk and then or the roots. you can know? look at it from either direction. But right. It's just the idea of one thing leading to millions of other things oh, that right. you could I really have like never even seen. Yeah, right. You, you could have never even imagined oh, or... That's the huge thing I came into realization lately is that how naive us young people can be, you know, because we make decisions and beliefs based on what we know, but we don't know shit yet. Like if we are being realistic when it comes to the bigger picture of life, of course not saying we don't know shit, but there's still so much more we have to learn, right? Like you said, the branch, I feel like we might just be, you know, mid, like the, if we're just 20, man, we're just not even like midway there. You know what I mean? So the branch is just getting, like in your analogy, it's just expanding, expanding. And I make that point to let, you know, young entrepreneurs know. And I, and I, and I told this to my course group chat. And I kind of want you to touch on this as well. A lot of people I've been seeing is people get their initial success, one, two clients, couple of dollars, and then they stop learning. They stop doing the same things that they did when they were not successful. You know, they were hungry, they were asking questions, they that's were learning. Exa that's exactly what we just talked about is because they're on, they want to move on to the next thing. Right. It's like, and this is literally how it is. Like anybody that tells you, yo, I'm not like, I did well at the start, but I'm not performing. It's like, have you been repeating exactly what you were doing? It's like, mm -hmm. no, I try to change if you, why? Why have you tried to change Why change something that's not broken? If it's not consistent, right? If you don't, if you don't feel confident that something is consistent, you shouldn't move on to the next step. You should be trying to make things stay at the same level. So for example, say you have a podcast, right? You gotta be able to, to, to hit independently a certain number of streams on each each episode before you call yourself, you know, a certain like a podcast god or you're like, <laughs> you're right. yo, I have a podcast that's blowing up, like hit a certain number. Right. And then start marketing your stuff. Hit hit like a certain part of, you know, as as a freelancer, as somebody who has clients, hit a certain number of clients and then say, hey, we should build it. We should build a website. Hey, we should partner. Not you get your first client. You're like, you know what? I got to go partner. I'm going to go get a deal now. I'm going to incorporate. I'm gonna, yeah. Like you have to reach a certain spot where you feel comfortable, right? That you're not gonna procrastinate moving on to the next thing. A lot of people, they procrastinate. They're like, ah, oh, I'm not learning anything because I really don't know where to look, bro. Like, I don't know who to ask where to look. And then it's like, you, you just go backwards. And then it's like, it's completely backwards mentality that will just take you farther than when you even started. You know what I mean? It's That's like, a big thing, yeah, yeah it's, it's possible, bro. It's possible for somebody to start doing well and then like they oh, just bro, get so possible, man. I, I feel like that's like a majority of people because you know what I saw this with myself too when I first started drop shipping was that uh, I remember I made some money and then I stopped doing that literally learning stop you know going on YouTube stop watching courses and then two months later I had to shut down my whole business or I shut down my store you know what I mean and I think people need to and you know what this and it's crazy because whatever I feel like every point we touch on goes back to your main point which is the long term you know if you are really thinking about the long term, you're consistently improving. We know the guy, you know, we know a guy who's been trading for eight years consistently, makes money consistently. Consistently. Every day no he's still learning. No matter what the stock market.
market looks like. Oh, yesterday's shit was down, bro. He said the whole market was down since March. Yeah, homie made 10 grand in a small account, probably, you know? Shout out David. Bro. Shout out he's David Kang, bro. He was on the podcast episode five. Check that he's, out. He's the, the consistency. Like, that. that is one big thing is like... It's easy to stay consistent when you look at having a business and owning a business as like a child. Right. Right. A child, realistically, you can't just stay at home and take care of the baby child at, at, like, at all times. That's not realistic. Right. You're not the mommy. Mm-hmm. You're the businessman. You're right. the man of the house. You can't stay at the house and care for the baby at all times. I, I'm not saying anybody that does that is doing it wrong, but... I mean, if you're caking and you're just chilling at home, you know, making cash, like, that's fine. But I'm saying, like, somebody who needs to go out and and do things, you know, still learn and grow as a person. Having a business is exactly like having a baby. You need right. to put it to rest at some points. So you, you can't be 24-7 obsessed with that shit. I get it. It's making money. But you have to build it in a way that you're not a slave to your business. Mm, your facts. business is working to you, right? And a lot of motherfuckers, they, they blow up and they do these businesses, but they end up 24-7 working on that shit. For example... Me, right? When I first met you, that was you. I literally was working 24-7. I had gained so much weight. I literally felt like I was so aggressive towards people. Like, people was hitting me up, telling me, yo, we have to do these things. And I felt like I never had the time. And I was always busy. But being busy is not a good thing, right? You want to be as as least as busy as you can to be able to navigate life easily with no stress, without losing hair, with just being a genuine person, being a real person, without needing to be fake to impress people. Like... Keeping it fucking real. To be able to keep it real, you have to really be able to evolve and be able to grow from the position. I think being in control of your life and that is your business too. And I think, you know, what I always tell people is the last thing you want to do is escape the nine to five rat race just to create it in you your own life. Create another one. Exactly. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they don't really, they think they're entrepreneurs, but they're actually just like, I wouldn't, you know what, if someone's making 10 times more money than me, but they work way more than I do right now, I don't want to trade my life with them, bro. And I, I, and I think you can agree as well because we both know the, the value of time and value of okay you know once this is automated if I can allocate this time to this interest oh I'm making double the money versus if I'm just only you know if I'm working like imagine me working writing emails still three years now still writing emails every day why do you why would you work it's because you're dependent on that piece of work to make you money right when you create dependency when you leave a nine to five super dependent job super dependent career like just like mommy and daddy you know like mommy and daddy giving you a budget your company's paying you your salary whatever why would you create that dependency you leave that you preach you listen to all these people that preach independency and mm-hmm. independent work and doing everything and then you go and put yourself you're dependent to paypal you're dependent to this payment processor you're dependent to this program because it's making you money you're dependent like you see this is why people fall off it's because they come up as entrepreneurs but they're dependent on everything today I'm not dependent on shit. Right. My business, I'm, I, it's surprising because I'm one of the only few people that really has a business that isn't dependent on shit. Like, I couldn't have, I would, like, the only thing I'm dependent on is the internet. Like, if the Wi-Fi cuts off, I'm fucked. But what are the chances of that? Nah. So I'm way better off than, for example, if you're dependent on PayPal, you make all your income off PayPal and PayPal shuts down your account just because they felt like it, which happens. Which happens a and lot. And it happened too. to me and literally everybody that I know, right? right? Once you reach a certain point, you have a lot of money in PayPal. 
There you go. There's a hole. There's a limit. What do you do? Are you going to fucking cry about it? There's literally nothing you can do about it. You can threaten to sue them, right? You're going to be a little bitch to them because they're literally not going to pay attention to you. You're going to have to call their phone line that doesn't even exist. And it's like, because you were dependent on it, because you started out as a dependent and you thought you were hard. You That's the thing, bro. Payment processors, that's one dependency, right? The 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 clientele, like, are you getting all your clients mentor, from ads? Talk about this mentor. That's a big one. Yeah. People relying too much on one other People person. relying on someone else's words and moves. Like, how could you really depend your like how could you really call yourself an entrepreneur if right. you're no, no, no. If you most of the it. moves that you make are dependent on someone else? Like, do you have your own application? Do you have your own backend database? Do you have your own developers? Do you have your own manufacturer for your products? You know what I mean? Like a lot of drop shippers, they run into issues with stock because their supplier says, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. No stock. Like, why? Because they made their money. They don't need you're, to fucking You're not a business. Bi- at like, that point, you're not a business. They don't believe you can bro. sell more. Yeah, you're not a business. You're a middleman in a middleman game. <laughs> exactly. To become a really successful business owner you have to be independent like if you own a tiling business have your own tile manufacturer have your own car don't be ubering like Yo, don't be f- taking a fucking ttc if you're going to lay down tiles at someone else's um, home don't be taking this is a really good point bro and I, and I know you're giving like business examples but this is a life thing man don't depend on anything or anybody look dependency is cool i fuck with it because a lot of people can can really help you if you're dependent on them. Like a lot right. of people are meant to depend on other people. Like I have a lot of people that depend on me. That's normal. I right. fuck with these people. I love them. I'm not, I don't You love don't look them. down on them. Of course, bro. I right. fucking love them. I look up to them, bro. Right. Like people who are dependent on me. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you're dependent on my service or you're dependent on my, what I provide, I feel valuable, right? Everybody in life should be feeling valuable. Everybody should have people that depend on them for something. For mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. If you're just depending on a lot of shit, bro, like, and that's all you do as an entrepreneur, you're just depending on payment, payment process, you're depending on your stock, you're depending on, you know, you're just... Like how can you really call yourself independent? Like it doesn't no, make can. any sense. It doesn't make any sense, right? It's like, oh, if this shut down, what are you gonna do? Uh, fuck. If this shut down, what are you gonna do? If this stop producing, what are you gonna do? And if you find a lot of fucking problems like that, you need to realize I'm not in a stable position. Don't be freaking out, because a lot of people are in that position. Ninety nine of entrepreneurs are in that position. Right. Don't be freaking out about it. Like, you just got to realize. That Notice a the lot problems of, and work towards the solutions is what I There's mean. a lot of other things that you can either get involved in or or you can find somebody that can really, like a real mentor, someone who can give you business advice, like a tax consultant. If your taxes are fucked and you're dependent on a country that, you know, is going to fuck you over and you're, de- you, you're really dependent on your tax system and you think it's going to bless <laughs> you and you really don't know what the fuck's going on, get a tax consultant. If you're dependent on your stock, find someone who can manufacture this shit for you locally. I don't care if you're paying a dollar extra, two dollars Find out other solutions. See, is it viable or not? Mm-hmm. How much more is it going to cost me? If it d- gets rid of that dependency it's worth it opportunity cost really it, it's it's no, you no. have to look at it differently bro because once you look at life like that you can never really take an l if you take an l you're like all right detour hold up let me take a U-turn, right no that's a another. huge thing it's bro. like it's like gps can you really not get to any fucking location in the world you can really put yourself anywhere in the world there's just different ways to get there and there's 
ultimately infinite different ways to get there. It's just the same mentality, bro. Like I really like that, man. I really, I, I, I want to touch on, you know, you said mentality. For you, someone who's making, you know, enough money to live the life they want with, you know, do what they do what they want Thank comfortably. God for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, of course, blessings, grateful for that. What to this day, you know, first of all, two questions to this. One part is, are there times where you feel very complacent uh, when you're making money and, you know, everything is going well and you don't really want to work? And the second part is, during those times, if you do get complacent, what is the things that breaks you out of it? Which is, you know, what is that thing that makes you look it's at the big... It's funny that you say that because I have, like, complacent on my fucking schedule. Like, be complacent. Right. Be mindful be thankful like i have that shit as a time slot on my right. fucking so the thing that breaks me out is the fact that i have it in the schedule that i know that this time is only temporary mm. right i don't it's not like i just got paid fifteen thousand dollars and instantly i go into this complacent mood that i'm just sitting down and i'm like i'm chilling i'm no, happy yeah. i'm satisfied like that's fine. That's normal. Any human being does that shit. But the way I kind of get rid of it is I just see it as a time slot on my schedule. Like, yo, I can be grateful for fucking six hours if I want now. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. it's kind of like I make my schedule as I go and I always look at my day as a schedule, which is, which is what really helps me as well. Like, mm -hmm. it's, yo, I can be grateful for the next six hours and do absolutely nothing and i will end up working in that time i will end up doing things like getting up eating whatever but i just see it as do nothing you right. set the 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 benchmark or you know the guidelines for what you're gonna do in that time slot is nothing and that's how you kind of break out of it it's like yo i've literally been doing nothing for six hours i don't care if you was working like it counts as nothing you know what i mean because that's how you got to look at it it's like yo I'm being complacent, I'm being satisfied with what I did. Like, when you're feeling that emotion, as soon as you snap out of it, you're back into work mode. Right. And it's, it's easier to snap out of it if you have it on a schedule. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I, I, your timer goes off and you're like, yo, <laughs> stop fucking, stop fucking around. Like, it's time to work, do this. You know, I know the next thing that I'm gonna do, so it's easy for me to move on to the next thing. It's not like I gotta figure out I just got a bag, what I got to do tomorrow to get another so let bag. let me switch bag. up the question then. So what is the thing that makes you want to even, you know, push those next numbers? You think it's just like natural instinct of, okay, okay you so just progressing or like is, there, is there a bigger picture? Is there a bigger picture for you? The reason I don't get comfortable with sales numbers, like obviously for me as a person, once I, like if I see the month to month sales go down, like if it's just one month, like to me, that's like heartbreaking. So it's like almost the opposite effect of, of what you're asking like when the sales go down like mm. I get I get cheese bro I like I get mad because it's like shit like week over week was popping but then like the actual month over month why is it lower what happened mm. you know did we lose subscribers did we, so because my business is automated those are the types of evaluations that I do the, the, the type of work that I do right. I don't you know what I mean and this is kind of where I look at it and where Emotion really can't come into play because when I'm going up, sales are 200% month over month. I don't care. That's normal to me. That's what I want to see. But when they're going down, say week over week or month over month, we've never had a, a sales go down month over month except for the month of Corona, which was understandable because ads weren't performing as well. I was able to find out exactly why it was happening. It wasn't, you know, consumers weren't coming back. The lifetime value of our customers was actually going up 
You know, mm. we were getting less revenue from ads and more revenue. So we were still growing in some aspects, but there was some things that I couldn't control. So I understood the situation and I moved on to the next month and we boomed the month after that. You know what I mean? So understanding your business growth, understanding what targets you want to hit, mm-hmm. it makes you less complacent. Because right. you realize, like, yo, I'm just hitting a target. Like, it's not a dream. It's not something that I never imagined before. Obviously, if something super overwhelming happens, you have the right to be complacent. You have the right to be mm-hmm. so overwhelmed that you you don't do shit for a week or two weeks right, or three right. months. You have the right to do that, especially if you're young, bro. Like, if you're not, you know, if this is the first time you've done this shit, take your time. There's nothing, there's no rush on it. Obviously... I look over reminder There's millions of other people Doing and working The exact same way you are So you can relax As long as you want You feel me Just keep that in the back of your head Like there's a lot of other people working So It really comes down to it bro Like You know You can self-discipline yourself and, And be on a race with yourself And really compete with yourself Or you can constantly remind yourself that You know There's other motherfuckers working like whatever keeps you going, you know, whatever, whatever that motivates you. Uh, a question that I ask everybody on the podcast as well, because I genuinely am curious for everybody's point of view on this, you know, is how, how do you view money and how has it changed since you started making money to where you at now? You know, from when you started to where you at now, has has the or has the viewpoint of money even changed or, you know, what has changed or right now? How do you view money compared to, you know, how other okay. people might view it? So. There's different state of minds that I'm in that mm-hmm. will allow me to view money a certain way. Right. I never view money the same way. Like, it really depends on the situation. So situational. So, in general, like, if I'm just walking on the street, if I'm just linking up with my friends, like, knowing that I have the same amount of money, right, as my peers and the people around me, that makes me comfortable. I know that I'm in a good circle and I know that there's people around me that have more money than me. So I know I'm in a good place. That's how I look at money with my peers, right? When I look at money in terms of my dependents and my loved ones, having a lot of money, it makes it so much easier to interact with the people that I love and the people that depend on me. Mm -hmm. It makes it so much easier makes it so much easier because I can almost fulfill what they want, bro. It's like I'm a God-given gift to them. You know, like that's literally, bro, like people see you as that. So it's like I see money for my my loved ones and my dependents that way. Money for myself. When I got cash, bro, when I get a bag, like for myself, I get so fucking happy. Like on the Mm -hmm. inside, it's like, holy shit. Like I really worked my ass off. The same amount of work that I was working my ass off at a nine to five job at school and I made a fucking bag bro like you know what I mean it shows you that money really isn't shit right it's so easy to make it as you like as myself I'm like yo I really can earn this shit as nothing because I have the skills so that's when I I, I back I take a step back and I'm like okay I was given a blessing take another step back I gotta help people find a blessing like this I gotta help all the people that are able to channel this blessing that was given to everybody. If they're able to really channel it, I would love to add them to my circle of friends. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I've been doing is 
it's literally, it's trifecta, bro. The way I look at money for myself, the way I see it for my peers is like, am I surrounding myself with motherfuckers that are constantly successful? If I'm successful and I don't have enough people successful around me, I'll make successful people around me and oh, keep them around me. You feel me? That's exactly what I'm doing right now. Like, it's it's a lot of people that I'm putting on because I want them to be my friends. Like, I generally realize, like, the people that you put on and you help and you right, do venture are the friends, bro, are the people that will become your friends. Obviously, some of them will fuck you over, but that you should have noticed that a long time ago. You should oh, have right. noticed that in a person a long time ago if they're slimy or whatever, you know? Like, and it's they're a not keeping it, it real. Like, you can tell right away. It's a different feeling when you actually, you know, help someone you know. Yeah. Do you go, you know, do something. Like, I feel like a lot of my personal friends now that they're doing email marketing, now I'm actually seeing it in person. And it's like, I feel like I've been more serious about my education business what I've been able to do in my long-term goals ever since seeing it in person. You know what I mean? It's like, I also realized what you touched on is, you know, one time I was so focused on, yo, let me go to LA to meet Bjorn. Like, not even LA, but like, that's yeah. an example. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know. Go LA, to the city to meet go, my Yeah, go to see the people around the people. But I realized, oh, wait. Do you know, cool shit for Instagram. Yeah, but why don't you just do that with your, you know, why don't you just develop your circle so it's just sick here so you don't have to go. So, so again, dependence. You're not dependent on another city. It's sick that, in your circle. Yeah. Even in your circle, sick. Like, oh, dude, I, oh, like the thing is, and that also, I think, makes you not needy. Bro, I don't care anyone that leaves my life or wants to enter my life because my circle already is cool You know what I mean I got people like you I got people like David Just cool ass And your people. circle has to have The same standards bro Our oh, circle like David Fez You Me Like Even Hamas bro Motherfuckers overseas Shout like, out Hamas Shout out all the guys You just named Shout man. out all these people bro Isaiah Like we John all like, I, I know so many people That I can name Off the top of my head right, Like even right. artists That Like Bro, this kid Vabo, bro. There's this one artist that's deeply involved in the music industry and like he makes his full-time income off his businesses, bro. Like mm. I, I, he was the only artist that I've ever met that is doing that and super low key. Doesn't have a YouTube channel, doesn't tell people like you don't need to to have so many people around you to be successful, right. to be someone who has an impact. Like and that's kind of what money brings. Like money when somebody has it, when somebody's like actually wealthy, you can tell. You can tell by the way they talk. You can tell. And by it's the not way by the move. show. It's about. It's I not feel like you can just tell. It's like, actions. It's, it's little, little yeah, actions. You can tell, right? And I'm saying you can tell. Splash. We both have cash. We both have wealth, so we can tell. But a lot of other people that don't have, you know, the the necessary means to realize that, or haven't been around, you know, a lot of money or a big sum of whatever, they can't really tell. So for me, I don't wear jewelry. I don't. I wear designer shit sometimes, like Gucci flops or whatever. I wear my my artist merch. I wear, you know, that's that's kind of what I wear. I wear sweats. I wear shorts. Right. I wear jeans. Like I don't in, wear in public. You wouldn't be. I, I don't wear shit. Yeah, I, I don't wear shit. That's like, oh my god, he's a millionaire. He's a rich boy. Oh, like, drip. oh my god, Graham Stephan. Like, yo, shout out Graham Stephan. But I don't do that in front of people to show them that I have wealth. So people who have wealth, they move different, bro. Right, they it's actions, not even the real well. I'm talking. Talking about real wealth. I'm talking about yo. I'm supporting my family, and I can go turn up in the club. My <laughs> family's so well off for the next couple years that I can go and ball out. Go take a private jet to Bali. Go right. do this in Bahamas. Go do this in Bora Bora. But you got to be a certain type of person to really move like that. To be able to get into that position. Now, everything that I said, bro, like. 
I couldn't have told you that two years ago because I wasn't this person. Oh, I, like you can listen to interviews that I did two years ago. I was focused on the wrong things. I couldn't be able to even give you these kind of words because I hadn't experienced it yet. So, bro, you can tell just like a this, lot. Bro, yeah, a lot. You can just tell. This is what I fuck with. This is what I fuck with, bro. Like when people listen to this shit, it's like instantly you're put into my world, which I don't let a lot of people into. Right, right. And you don't really get to see how my brain works because it's it's this is it's what makes me, me successful, bro. bro. It's and, what makes me successful I promise like it's really your mindset it's not about what you do it's not about what your business is bro like I've met a lot of people with the same mindset as me and they're way ahead of me and it's like that's what it takes to really keep going it's the mindset right I can go and ball up I can go and turn up in the club and get sauced I can do all these things and like I will still be myself. I will still understand that I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I still have a schedule. I still have to do shit. A lot of people, they don't know what they're going to do when they wake up tomorrow. Mm. They're just in a place and they're like, oh my God, it's so cool. They sleep and they wake up. It's like, oh my God, I'm still here. It's so cool. And then they sleep and then they wake up and it's like, I'm not there anymore. Like, what am I doing now? Like, mm, that's a wild. You know what I mean? That's like, deep, bro. No, and I think that's a big thing that you talked about is the importance of mindset. That's what I learned. And even like when we first met, bro, I remember like telling you, like, I really super fuck with you because you made me think bigger. And that Thank usually you, doesn't happen. Thank you, bro. No, I, I try to do that with everybody. That no, comes no, no lie, man. Every time around junior, it's like, you know, raising the standards, raising what I believe is possible and really what's true. And then like back to what he said, it's it's not. And, it, it was, and you know, and I could tell like. Back to what you said about like, you know, you can tell someone is wealthy or someone has money by the way they act, right? And I think it's like, a good example is you. Some people that might have not known you before the podcast know that you are somebody just because of the way you talk, just how you started the podcast, how you spoke, you know? And I think that, that was a really good point. And also, guys, I'm on this podcast. Like, I got to be somebody. You oh, feel me? Like, yeah, you, you don't got no randoms on this podcast, oh, nah, bro. On, Everybody chill, bro. that's been on this podcast is a real nigga. They're keeping it real. You feel me? That's how we do it. That's how we do it in Toronto. That's how we do it in the Middle East. That's how we do it in Africa. That's how we do it in Asia. That's how we do it all around the world. We keep it real. We keep it real, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Before we even end this podcast, bro, like, I feel like you give so much amazing value, you know what I mean? And I think... Uh, we'll, have, we'll have another episode. So oh, no, trust me, two, man. This is two's coming. This is one of many, and I think the next one, we're actually going to... You know what? Once One of the day when Anthony, my content manager, will pull up to your condo and film a nice one with the background. I want to film it with my, with my artist. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah. To give you, to give you some, some prospect to how the manager and artist relationship mm, works. I like like that. I, how like that. I was able to, you know, transition from an artist to a manager because I feel like there's still a lot of sauce, bro. Mm. Still a lot of sauce. I mean, yo, before we quickly end, I mean, I feel like I can, I, I, I genuinely want to ask you some questions about the music industry stuff. Of course, you know let's I mean? get so, into it. This is I, why I, people I, are still listening to this second. If you're still listening, you a real nigga. You keeping it real. That's why you listen to this. <laughs> 100% bro 100% So my, my my question Right And this is This is someone From the outside Who knows nothing Right like Knows a little bit One two But doesn't even know How it works Like you know Like in the, in the e-com world The marketing world I know how certain shit works So I'm, I know no, I know stuff right But I, When it comes to Music industry For me What I've noticed Is A lot of artists Always talk about Them they, Them hating on the label Saying you know Fuck you Fuck this label I'm independent But why is a lot of artists' relationship with their labels so bad? Ego. Mm. Explain. Ego. Let me tell you why. A lot of the artists that I come across, 
right? It's so hard to have conversations with them. And I'm not saying they're stupid. I'm not you saying... You think they already made it? Yes. Mm. And it's like, you're sitting in front of somebody that has a lot of cash. They can literally give you an advance that a label will give you. Like me, for example. I'm able to give an artist a $50,000 advance if they fucking want it. If they deserve it, hell yeah. If I, if I see an artist come across me like Lil Baby before he made it... Oh, better know he's getting a fucking Rolex tomorrow You know what I mean? Like right. if I really vibe out with him Like that's kind of how the music industry works You have to be a dope person You have to be talented Like I don't care who the fuck you are Like I'm not saying talented like singing If you're able to make music Whether you're a producer You're able to go on the program and create beats out of loops or whatever or you're able to create loops for other producers or you're able to put down your vocals and have an engineer already and you have your studio set up that's what gets you signed it's not having dope music you could have made that music at a studio that you paid all your life savings on you can't replicate that again it comes down to repetition with labels they want you to be able to do stuff that's why they sign you that's why they do joint they go and partner with individuals like me more than they sign artists they do joint ventures with people and bring in labels because they see these people as able people the label is just there as an aggregator mm -hmm. they don't want to be a fucking factory house for artists to blow up like managers get signed to labels not artists right like i'm signed to label through my manager's joint venture right. as an artist which i still haven't ended the contract but it's it's kind of like it gives you insight to how the industry works when mm -hmm. artists say i don't fuck with the label ego you're not even at the le at the label's level like what do you mean i don't fuck with this label mm -hmm. it's your manager it's your right. manager It's the management It's not At the end of the day bro Like If your label is your manager You're doing it wrong You're doing mm -hmm. it wrong If your label is your Sole supplier of money You're doing it wrong You know what I mean Like as right, an right. artist You can't just be an artist And only be able to provide vocals That that doesn't Like references for other artists Like You're not even an artist At this point You're a songwriter That's more beneficial Than being mm -hmm. an artist Like an artist Really having an artist that doesn't have a social media, that doesn't have the social clout. You know, they're not putting in effort to blow up viral on YouTube, on Instagram. They're not putting in that effort to become an influencer. You're not an artist. You're not. You're really not. You're a songwriter. You're a reference writer. You're somebody who can make money through a lot of different ways. Your maximum potential does not belong as an artist. Like, right. You know what I mean? And like, right, right, right. That's not to knock out anybody that has less than 10,000 followers and is an artist, but you shouldn't be focusing on making music. You should be focusing on building your assets to become an artist. It's like, I want to become a doctor, but you know what? I'm just going to hold a fucking syringe and a bunch of, a bunch of, a bunch of tools and go on the street. I'm, I don't even have the right location. I'm just going to go to my friend's house. I'm, I'm going to call myself a doctor. I'm going to start posting and people have to believe me. I have to get clients. I have to get people to, to do surgeries with me. Nah, you got to have the shit. You got to have the school. You got to have the foundation. You got to have the professors vouching for you. You got to have the work experience. As an artist, you have to have all that shit. An Instagram account, a YouTube channel, a Twitter channel. The ability to fucking make shit go viral, like having collabs lined up, having stuff that the label will see as profit making. That's how you 
build with a label. You're a business partner making money with them. That's how you have to see it. When you work with a label, like if you're just an artist doing it for art, find a dope manager that can get you exposure. Find a dope publishing company that will take your percentage. Like find that shit. Like I'm doing that. You know, if you have dope mm. music, come to me, DM me. I'm doing that. We'll put his links below, guys. Go down. You know what I mean? Like, so like that's that's kind of what I'm saying. Like if you're if you're an artist listening to this, like start an e-com business. If you have 100k in cash as an artist, look at Anders. Anders is one of the best examples of this in the city because mm. I really I actually don't know what, is, what, what do you do. Anders makes music, right? right? Makes super like radio music, right, super right, yeah, dope yeah. like auto tune stuff, and he sounds like a lot of people. But the reason he made it is because he had a lot of money and he was investing in good music videos. Right. He was investing in promotions. He was investing into label meetings and paying A and R's to get him. Oh, yo! If meetings, we look so. at it through the business, what we just talked about, the long term vision, bro, just setting it up for the long term vision. You know, and it's I, it's really what it is bro it's like you got to understand what it takes to make an industry having cash having the assets having the resource having the connection and using your time as a human being on this earth building that if your right. city doesn't have connections spend all of your time online that's what i did <laughs> nah, no, until no. you can move out of the city make money online spend all your time online don't go outside if nobody in your city's worth you can meet time, some dope like, people online bro that's how we met we met on, on some instagram shit you know what i mean i think people and you know what you know what's crazy is that is normal now like some of my closest friends some of the people that make me the most amount of money we've met through instagram so don't use your location in it as an excuse either so yo, if you live in like silicon valley or you live in la or new york like yo there's a lot of individuals around you bro all right like if you live in toronto there's a lot of individuals around but like well, a lot. you know like Instagram will help you find those people but it's better to always meet people from the industry like yo refer me to somebody who can do this know right. who you want to meet know the people what they already do before you even meet them that's how you meet genuine connections that's how you mm, meet success I really like the advice bro yeah, it's like get to know them before I think, they even uh, introduce themselves to you yeah. like, the best way to like I mean conclude this is like yo listen instead of going through it blindly know what you're gonna do do this shit Long term Long term Yo honestly Junior this was one of the best Podcasts we ever recorded Because I feel like Man You listen you guys Like anything he said today I, I would tell you guys To re-listen And take notes On the main points Because Those are some, Like whatever he said today Those have been Some of the biggest Like those type of thinking Have been some of the biggest Like That's changing Like moments in my life Is you know The part when we talk because about Because this is shit Like this is dope. We go through this shit We're going through this shit Right now Like I'm at an age Where I'm gonna thank myself doing this podcast because I'm able to get what's in my brain this year like next year my whole mentality could be different oh the podcast can be you know completely I mean? different like, next year when we record like, you know? I'm, I'm gonna be giving different advice but in terms of somebody who just started an econ business just blew up just building everything out and just seeing success like that's me right and, and for me it's like Bro, this, I don't see this as success, bro. A lot of people will see this. That's as what success. I mean. One that, minute, one that's when you like blew my mind, bro. That's when you raised my standards that day. Remember the first bro, time? It's you a closed. joke. I wake up now. I literally have nothing to do. Like obviously, I'm building my collective, my label, and like I'm focusing on a bunch of other shit. But because all my businesses are automated now, and I'm like pretty much in that phase where I'm looking for another thing and building another thing, it's like. Bro, life is boring Even when you have a lot of money <laughs> Like, even when you have a lot of money you, you take that in after quarantine Like, if you're really not working And just working for fun And doing what you love doing Like, not just for the money Just doing it for yourself You know, spending time with your family Going out Building a family if you don't have one I don't care Get a fucking dog Find a girl 
get her pregnant get two babies get to know her parents that's your family now there you go you feel me Boom. like like you gotta you gotta maneuver life in ways that you're gonna be happy even if you don't have money because at bro, the end of the day like 100 percent money money doesn't buy you respect bro people don't respect oh, hell no man there's a lot of people with money that i don't respect you know what i mean i, I genuinely don't respect them and you know what Let's just leave it at this, um, man. I, I, I want to thank this you so crazy. much. I want to so crazy because like, no nobody that I kind of knew. Like, if if people are really listening to this right now, like, you gotta understand that back in the day, I all the influencers that I watched, all the people that I paid attention to, they never took the time to really give me their perspective on how they're becoming successful. It's almost you just, un you watch someone else's success unfold and they can't, they don't give you any tips. They don't tell you how the fuck to get there, what mindset you need. It's just like, yo, I'm here, I'm in the camera, just consume my content, consume my shit and that's Look it. at my life, blah, blah, blah here. Like, we're different, bro. Like, especially Splash, like with everything that you've been doing, bro, I feel like the sky's the limits for you, man. Appreciate that, man. Sky's no, and you, you know, one thing you made me notice is like, think about the long term and you know what like i haven't even i don't even know if i've told junior this man i you know me, me me thinking the long term finally i have like a project that i'm working on that is actually for you know that is something i'm working on that will blow up in 40 years on some crazy shit like it'll still make me millions now but billions in the future and i really like i truly mean it bro i remember back when we first linked up it was you know me we're talking numbers numbers and nearly telling me hey you know we're gonna be billion we're gonna be billionaires like because we're business people we know how to work numbers and i'm able to say that if you're somebody who is super creative like has art but doesn't know how to manage money like that's not your thing find someone that that's their thing right like, make impress them that's who you that's the next step you need to take like everybody's different you know we're a certain kind of people if, if somebody be true to out yourself. there like, I think that's a huge yeah, thing yeah if this resonates with you like 100% then we're probably the same kind of person you know if this if some things you're like yo I, I'm not really able to do that I can't really relate like I don't have the and that's resources. possible because you're not everybody's the same you're at a different phase you have a different path you know that it's it's really bro not everybody's meant to own a business not everybody's meant right. to be in the music industry not everybody everybody's meant to do emails like some people don't even send out emails we earn six figures off of sending out emails bro like, literally like some people don't even know how to send out an email it's crazy like everybody's on a different path you know there's so many like things that. in this world that you can like explore and do it's like it's like any video game bro you come on you can choose different game modes you can choose different items to wear you can always choose your different that's what life is bro look at it it's blessed it's simple don't overthink it whatever situation you're in it passes bro like we've all gone through bad shit we're all gonna go through bad shit you just have to realize like at the end of the day there's a time limit you feel mm. me there's a there's a time limit Literally. everything will come to an end just 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 live it out bro enjoy it don't overthink it and and think long term your life is not going to end tomorrow like right. you know what i mean if if you're not sick if you're able to get up and and get a cup of water and sip that shit you're blessed all right i agree bro awesome man i think that's the perfect place to end the podcast everybody thank you so much for listening i'm gonna put all of his links down below in the description go check him up on on you oh go check him out on instagram go check me out on youtube too you know, hey <laughs> awesome I'll, guys I'll be on YouTube so. Alright guys Thank you so much for listening Thanks Junior Thank for Splash Thanks Junior for coming on again and I'll see you guys later Bye bye 
that is it for this episode of keeping it real everybody and if you guys did enjoy this episode i just ask for a small favor and that is to share this with someone that you know would benefit from this podcast as i really want to grow this community and this podcast through word of mouth right from you guys sharing it or telling someone to mess with this podcast or listen to this podcast or posting us on instagram and by the way guys if you do post us on instagram please use the hashtag keeping it real and tag me at splashman pb just so i can see it just so i can you know stay connected with the family and interact with some of you guys but yeah like i said if you guys want to keep in touch with me my instagram is at splashman pb if you guys want to check out my youtube where i drop amazing content and amazing value you as well you know just search my name rick shit busnet and my channel will appear but anyways guys hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and i will see you in the next one bye bye